BFF Beer Friends Football. What is up, everyone? Welcome to episode six. Joining me, and probably from here on out, apparently you got some some good thumbs up, is uh, Jordan Chance. Thank you, sir. Yeah, happy to be here. Happy to be here as always. Yeah, so we don't have Zombeck today. Zombeck had his baby on Tuesday. We're actually recording today on a Friday. Today's Friday, and you guys will hear this on Monday. Um, so almost a week that Zombex would have had his baby. So he's not with us today, but maybe maybe next episode he'll be with us. Um, we'll see how he gets sleep. But we say congratulations to him and his wife on their beautiful baby boy. And um, fuck him. So let's get to it, right, Jordan? Yeah, let's do it. You ready? Yep. Man, what are you drinking? I don't got nothing special tonight. I'm just going nice, relaxing Michelob Ultra. Dude, what? trying to watch what? my figure. All right. What are you fucking 65 years old? <laughs> trying to watch my figure, man. All right, relax. All right. Well, Zombek would be disappointed. This is really, really where I need Zombek for. So, <clears throat> hey, in honor man, of Zombek. All right. All right. What, what do you want me to do? Okay. What do you want in honor do? of Zombek, I am going local. Um, very local, very, very close to my work. Uh, it's called Tracks Again. It is a very nice light pil- pilsner, and it is from Cinderlands. It's very local. It is in the strip district of Pittsburgh. And uh, it's actually funny because if you look at their menu, it says dad beer, and it lists two beers, and this is one of them. So they have like dad beer. beer for a fucking dad. Yeah. So in honor of Zombeck, I'm drinking this dad beer. So He would be yeah. proud of you. But, um, yeah, in this episode, we figured you've heard us rambling and talking shit and arguing for five episodes now. And you guys really don't know us, so we kind of want to give a little quick background on on us and how the league like met, how we all know each other. And, uh, and then at the end of this episode, towards the end, we're going to get into some guys we think that are ranked pretty low in the fantasy rankings and that should be higher and that you should not be afraid of where they're ranked at and you can take them. But I guess to start off, um, we can start off with how me and you know each other, Jordan. Um, we've known each other since it's what, the OG like, days, man, since birth, OG um, days, since, since you were born. I yeah. think that's when we know each other. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Jordan used to live like literally next door. Actually like, next door. Like Shaq could have probably laid, like sprawled out and he would have touched both houses. That's not a false statement. Yeah. So that's basically how we grew up. I mean, we had like no yard back in those days. And then my oh, parents. Oh, man, you had out. a pretty good yard out front. You just play kickball out there all the time. Yeah, but we were also like three years old. So it seemed big. Yeah. Um, And yeah, yeah. And my first dog ran through that fence. So it was kind of funny. But uh, yeah. And then my parents moved out. Or, well, we moved out to a different area and kind of got a little bit bigger yard. And then eventually your parents closely. moved out. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got like a giant fucking yard. You basically had a football field. Yeah, that was – we made it into a football field for sure. Yeah, we basically could have painted lines. But, yeah, so um, yeah, still doesn't give any insight how we know each other. We are actually cousins. Our moms are sisters. So yep. we are basically brothers. I mean, we only – Pretty much. I mean, I then followed you – to college too, where we lived together yeah. for a few years. So you followed me to high school, and then you followed me to college, and yeah, now you followed me to this fucking podcast. Hey, you asked me to be on this one, all right? 
Different story there. I followed yeah. you everywhere else but here. We, uh, yeah, man, we used to just, like, I remember we used to, it's kind of a weird cycle. Like, when you're a kid, you get up early and you do shit, and then you're a teenager and you want to fucking sleep, and now we want to get up early because we're just, we just get up. But when we were kids, we would get up early on Sundays, go play, like, a full game of football, and then watch the Steelers play at 1 o'clock. Yeah. Like, that wearing was, our jerseys. <laughs> that was the thing to do. Play, yeah. Playing snow football outside your house with that American flag football you had was insane. It was just – it was essentially fumble ruski nonstop. Like, yeah. You couldn't um, hold on to the ball. Shout out to my brother. He broke my ankle running for a touchdown. I was that, running for a touchdown, and he did yeah, and broke it. He did break his ankle. That was um, – I was at that. That's for sure. Yeah, so shout out to my brother who broke my ankle, and – my brother's in this pot or in this league. He is Ken, so that's how we know Ken, obviously, because he's my older brother. Um, he's a shithead too, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Which then um, moving on to who uh, who everybody else in this league. Um, Reed, I, I've known Reed since I was a freshman in high school. Me and Reed played football together. Actually, went to college with Reed's wife, future wife. I hooked them up, and they're married now. So yeah, Cole you're welcome. To put that on Reed. Pretty much every time they're together. Yeah, I mean, he's fucking welcome. He never once said fucking thank you. That's how we know Reed. And then he's also ditching us on our draft. He's going to fucking draft from a boat like an asshole. Yeah, Which, he definitely should have had that on his calendar. That's um, that's, that's all his fault. Yeah, I hope he has a terrible draft. I told you, dude, the 3 and 10 is not looking bad now. Not yes, I mean, he's, he's going to be on cruise Wi-Fi, so like, yeah. he may not be able to draft. Might get auto drafted. Yeah, fuck him. So, yeah, and then um, we'll just keep going. Um, how we know Josh Carmen? I think I've known Josh Carmen since I was in fourth grade. Yeah, I've known him the longest out of like the friends that, other than family, known him the longest in here. Um, yeah, you guys were buddies like all throughout middle school and then into high school. Um, Josh used to help me out like. He knows everything about cars. He used to help me out doing that shit. He used to come to visit me in college, and then I'd get him fucked up, and then he'd hook up with a girl. So he's welcome for that. Never once said thank you, but that's a repetitive thing. No one says thank you in here. Um, I mean, I wouldn't say thank you to you either. What do you mean? I got I got him some girl. I mean, not good looking, but I got him one. I mean, Dude, I all everything. right. Oh, one God. was all him, and... If I were him, I would not want you to have put that on me. It's like, don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby, kind of thing. All right, so. I mean, she only outweighed him by like 20 pounds. Not that, that big. That's terrible, because he's not a light guy to begin with. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. I didn't force him. I just said, hey. He, I mean, he went and yeah. did it. You're right. It's all his. Yeah, his, I mean, I told him he can come sleep on my couch. He said, no, I'm gonna sleep in her bed. I said, all right, I'll pick you up in the morning. You're welcome. I mean, um, but yeah, so uh, we'll keep going up. And uh, next up is Gemitter. How we know Gemitter? Uh, uh, I actually know Gemitter through my brother. They yeah, wrestled together. College buddies too. Yeah, they That's wrestled together in high school. Uh, um, fun fact, real quick. Uh, Ken, Colt, myself, Gemitter, and one other person that we will talk about later on all went to the same college. So. That's how a lot of us actually know each other, to be honest. 
Yeah, it's kind of funny that we almost said high school. Um, my high school, or I mean college, my high school didn't have a wrestling team, so they combined with the neighboring high school, and that's how my brother and Gimitter knew each other through wrestling because they, my brother had to wrestle for that high school. And then, yeah, like you just said, Gimitter and Ken lived together in college and all that, and so that's how we know Gimitter. And, yeah, um, the next person you're saying who else went to college with us is Chad. Yeah, the goat. Um, the yeah, fuck. that's how I and yeah, that's how I met Chad. I met Chad my freshman year. Met him. He was lived on my floor. I didn't really, really didn't get that close with Chad until um your sophomore my, year. Well, I lived in my sophomore year, but my second my second semester of freshman year is really when I started talking to Chad. And mainly, like I found out he's a Ravens fan, and I was like, dude, fuck you. And then it's all downhill from there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I mean, that was you two. You get your sophomore year because your two roommates just bailed. Just like peace out, see ya. Yeah, it was basically me and Chad, and now Chad actually lives by me, which is funny. Yeah. Um, it's kind of chick just goes full circle. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> yeah, and I'm also in, I'm also in Chad's fantasy league. I told Chad to start a podcast, but you know he said I'll get around it. Apparently, he's busy, even though he's not a dad. Yeah, Chad's he's busy. not busy. He, I mean, if he's busy, it's because he's going to all those like fucking tinker toy shops to get all his decorations for his house so let's be real <laughs> Thrift stores, and, that's the word i was looking for yeah and going to weird ass bands that i've never heard of just concerts of weird bands yeah he do, he does do that yeah. that does I mean, like weird music that he does but um yeah now another guy we know ron ron is also a cousin there's there's a lot of family in here um ron was part of the uh olden days when when i used to live next to you yeah to, that was uh the good town god bad yeah and when me and you moved out and we would go visit ron the only way to play football was on the street ron didn't have much of a yard so we had to he play literally football had, on the well, street. Yeah, not much is more accurate than i was gonna say i was gonna say no yard but there was a little bit of one no one there really had a yard at all no yeah i mean i think ron actually had the biggest yard yeah, no, we um, did uh we did play football down by that old lady's house who always used to yell at us. Oh yeah, she used to get pissed because she just play we just play football in her yard. Yeah, <laughs> well that was the neighbor's yard, but I mean they know I don't think anybody lived in that abandoned house to be honest. Dude, that was like man, twenty ancient years times. ago. She has to be seems dead. Seems like it was right? written in the sacred text, kind of ancient times, you know. Like is she, is she dead? She I mean she has to be. I feel like she would be. But and, she had to be a hundred when we were five. Yeah, and I know this is going to sound bad to all you listeners, but this lady was a bitch. Flat <laughs> out. Like, I'm, I'm not at all she was sad by her loss. If she is, if, if she is in fact gone, I'm not Jesus sad. Jesus Christ. Dude, it, I mean, at one point, some of the guys that also lived on the streets that we played football with put, actually, they shit on her. I was going to say wall. that. Didn't someone that shit did happen. Yes. Somebody shit on her stone wall for her to find. <laughs> so, oh my god, that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Then, um, I, we should go back see if she's alive. God. Dude, the last time I went back to that neighborhood, I got pulled over by the cops, and there was six total cops and three cop cars that pulled me over. So that's how you know that the place is no longer a good good town. Crime is pretty high in that area. Yeah. If she's dead, rest in peace. I mean, in I'm George's words, bitch. Rest in peace, bitch. I, I wouldn't um, even 
Yeah. Rest in pieces. That's <laughs> on the end. <laughs> anyway, the last person in our league is Billy. And how we know Billy is that's actually Ken's brother-in-law. So he basically latched on to us because we're so fucking cool. And oh, to you guys, you guys are like, who's Billy? Oh, it's Billy the choke artist. That's what yeah. we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he, that is Ken's brother-in-law. And actually, Billy is expecting a baby here. And I think the first or second week of September. So yeah, that would be his due date. But um, yeah, could go early. Never yeah. know. I think they are all expecting earlier than normal. Yeah, I'm praying we do the. I hope we do the draft. And as soon as the draft's over, then whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's fine. As long as it's a healthy baby, yeah. whatever happens. We need to get in the draft day. I'm sure Billy's like, fuck. I got first I've, pick overall. I feel like Billy is crazy enough that... He might draft at while the baby's yeah, coming. If That's what I mean. If the baby is being born, he may have FaceTime up to draft. I, I will. <laughs> that's like I. That is feasible from, at least in my point of view, of Billy. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, yeah. that definitely sounds like a Billy thing. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so we didn't want to get too in-depth and bore everybody, but that's kind of how basically we all know each other. Um, I'm sure maybe in the offseason when there's not much fantasy news or football news going on, we might do a more in-depth episode. But Damn, just, bro. You're just going to skip over Zombeck like that. I like we talked it. about Zombeck, man. No, we did. We went. We did not talk about him. We talked about Josh and Josh, Josh Carmen and Josh Reed. We did not I talk mean, about Zombeck. What else is there to know besides that? I mean, like, I, do we I, mean, I thought you were doing it on purpose. Back? I mean, I wasn't. He's just that forgettable when he's not on here. Yeah. He doesn't add much. So, All right, anyway, how we know Zombeck? Actually, through my brother again. So, basically, we know, we know the majority of people that yeah. either are family members I went to college with or my brother. <laughs> Pretty much is how that happened. Yeah. So, Zombeck actually was in Reed's grade and same high school. And, uh, Zombeck and my brother used to wrestle together. I don't think they really hung out until after college. Like, they didn't go to college together at all, but I don't think they really started to, like, be friends until, like, right after college, yeah, like, in their mid-20s. the whole Iron Creek Yeah, probably. that ended up happening. Because I, I believe, at least, it would make sense, because I know they all played at one point. Uh, Gamitter and Z- I think Gamitter and Zombeck played on the uh, the softball league down yeah, in Iron So I, I think, think you're right. I think that's where that came about. So I got Zombeck, and I replaced someone else, and that's how I got Billy and Zombeck in the same week, and they've been with us ever since, and that's kind of how we know fucking Zombeck. He's a pain in the ass. <sighs> yeah, I mean, he's not, like, a pillow to sit on. He's definitely a pain in the ass. He's not soft. Yeah, I mean, he's soft. Yeah, S-A-W-F-T soft. Yeah, he's soft, but yeah. <laughs> we were We wanted to pick... People that we thought were a little underrated in their fantasy rankings and maybe people that it's okay to overpay because they should exceed their rankings. And um, I'll let you start it off. You can start it off because this was kind of your segment. This was kind of your idea. So I'll let you start off with your first guy and then, then, I'll, then I'll jump in. All right. Uh, I know we talked a little bit about this. Well, we didn't really talk about it. All we... We just gave each other a name, so we didn't pick the same people here. And I know you gave me quite the reaction when I said this guy. Cortland Sutton is Bum. one of my guys. 
bum, bro. Bum. Dude, I, I'm. They traded away Demarius Thomas for this guy to be more involved in the offense. All right, I know. I mean, his numbers may not have been that great. I mean, he only had 42 receptions. I think he got hurt also. Yeah. So, I. Exactly. He wasn't doing that great, but then again, they didn't have a quarterback. They had fucking Case Keenum. Let's be real. Well, yeah, to play devil's advocate, uh, yeah, I think he definitely has the run game to set up the pass. Um, and then he'll he'll have Emmanuel Sanders on the end. And they right. just drafted that Noah Fant, who's supposed to be a really good freak of an athlete, kind of like Gronk and Travis Kelsey were. Supposed to be. If I had to pick out a problem, I think the problems are this is a brand new offense because it's brand yep. new coach. Yes. Um, so there could be some bumps along the road. Brand new quarterback. For sure. I have um, a lot more faith in Joe Flacco than I do Case Keenum or Drew Locke for the matter. At the I agree. It's just how much does Flacco have in the tank? I mean, I guess going for Flacco is he was always good at the deep ball and now he's in Denver, the air centers. You can actually throw it farther. Yeah. And then. Cortland so, Sutton is a bigger guy, and you have yeah. a Nathaniel Sanders, so I think I think that's going to help him out. I, I really think Cortland Sutton could work out. Yeah, yeah, I really think Cortland Sutton is should be higher than his rank. He's um, the rankings that we're using, by the way, real quick, are from the Sleeper app. Uh, great free app. Just we do oh, need yeah. Colt use mock drafts on it. I was going to say very very good for mock drafts. Yeah, it's very it's very, it's so very user easy. friendly. Yeah. And this is also a platform to use for just your league in general. You can turn a mock draft directly into your league draft if you so wish. So, yeah. And they have, they also have might as well just promote the whole fucking thing. Yeah. They also have like Q and A. Like I don't know who runs it, but they also have like Q and A's. They have discussion boards, all kinds of shit on I like think that's players. Just their their users are just it's it's like an F, FAQ, you know? Yeah, like. They're on top of shit, and they have up like they have like live news updates like on people like the Antonio Brown thing that happened earlier today, which we'll fucking talk about that. Oh god, that was episode. hilarious. But they they had that up like immediately, so yeah, they're, they're on top they're of their on shit. it. Yeah, they do their. I I want to say at least multiple times a week, if not just at least once a week, they do their updating updates to their rankings consistently. I'd agree, but anyway, you were saying Cortland some um. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Cortland uh, Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, I almost said Sutherland. Fuck, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, I'm surprised. You were saying he's he's ranking. When Manny was on there. Um, but yeah, he's according to Sleeper, he's ranked the 39th wide receiver, which oh. is oh, yeah, rough. it's a little rough. If you, I'll just name some guys that are going above him, uh, Corey Davis, who I don't think is all that poop. good. Yeah, poop. exactly. Fucking poop. Um, Marquez Valdez Scantling and Geronimo Allison are both above him. I think one of them could be above him, not both. I mean, I, I if one of them was, I would pick Geronimo. I think he had a great year last year, then he got hurt. I mean, he's yeah. a very good complimentary receiver. He could have been on this list too. Good complimentary yeah. receiver to um Devontae Adams. Yes. Uh Sterling Shepard is another one. Uh while I do think he's gonna come back and be he is definitely going to be the number one receiver, considering that uh, Corey Coleman, I think, tore his ACL, and then Golden Tate got suspended four games. Yep. So I don't think Sterling Shepard is going to be all that well, considering the Giants' offense is going to be bad, plain and simple. Unless yeah. Daniel Jones can light it up like he did last right. preseason right. well, game. 
Let's chill out. Let's yeah. let's stop. That's like unless that's like a miracle nonsense. will happen. I expect that from Zombeck, not you. I said unless a miracle will happen. Um, the the guy, the first guy I have on my list is, and it could be a little biased here because I'm a Steeler fan, but I think Ben Rosberger is getting the fucking shaft, and I think he's gotten the shaft his whole fucking career. Um, he he's gotten no respect. I mean, regardless if he's an asshole as a person, whatever. We're not talking about him as a person. We're talking about him as a quarterback. This app has him at 16th, and just to just to put who, who's ahead of him, which they also shafted Tom Brady. Tom Brady's at five. I know Tom's not a big he's not a big fantasy quarterback, but at 15, like that's a little fucking rough. But ahead of Ben is fucking Jameis Winston. Yeah, I is, think that I is. I mean, dude, he might not even play the whole fucking thing. year because he's poop. That is the um, worst thing I think I could I could see is Jameis Winston being above. Big Ben. Yeah, and, Kyler Murray, who's played zero fucking NFL games downs, ever. Yeah, ever. Um, Carson Wentz, who I think is fucking overrated. I mean, come on. Yeah, I mean, I think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback, and I think I he's agree. A, but dude, Ben a, is so proven though. Like you can't, you just you're right. But and, and, and Wentz doesn't play full seasons. He doesn't. So I don't see how you can rank him that high. You're right, but aside from Juju. The Eagles have a superior offense in pretty much every way, aside from quarterback as well. I'm not, but I'm not counting that. Yeah. Um, so I think if that's probably what's helping Wentz getting his ranking up. Yes, but, but dude, he's not. Dude, he's not done anything that's making me. When <laughs> when Ben has his career year of 5,100 yards and 34 touchdowns, not saying he's going to repeat that right? as no, no, he's career year. He's not going to repeat the yardage, and I'll tell yeah. you why. Because he doesn't have to for number one, he's not going to repeat the yardage or the the eleven interceptions, I believe. Or no, I think he had more than he had. I think he had like sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why I got eleven. Anyway, he's not going to repeat those two numbers. Number one, because I think they're going to cycle in running backs a little bit more. Um, I'm hoping as long as James Conner stays healthy, that's kind of contingent on that. Yeah. There's no forcing the ball to my fucking feet are falling apart. A B. Ben can now distribute. Ben is at his best when he distributes the ball. I mean, he's, I think in those years when like 14 and 15, those years, like where he was killing it. I mean, he was distributing the ball all over the place. It was like the early, earlier days of AB. I think Martavis Bryant was like not smoking weed yet. And um, I think Heath Miller was still around. But like Ben is great at just distributing it and keeping it in check. Like I think those numbers will come down. I think. Like you said, like he coming off, he's coming off a fucking career year in yard. Dude, it, I mean, not there's even not a lot of guys time. that have over. I think there's only like seven or six quarterbacks in the history of the league that have five thousand yards, and Ben is one of them. It you might even be. It might even be six. Like, okay, it might even be like six or seven total ever seasons of five thousand yards, and Drew Brees has like three of them. Well, like, no, Drew Brees has five five thousand yard seasons, and then yeah. there's five other quarterbacks, I think. Five or right. six. So it so, doesn't happen unless you do Reese. It doesn't happen a yeah. lot. So I don't think he's going to get that. I still think Ben is going to – I agree with you. I think Ben is going to do great. I think he's finally at this point where he's like, all right, I don't I don't have guys that are just being like, whiny I need the bitches. ball every every five whiny seconds. Yeah. No, I'll call out AB. You're a whiny bitch, AB. You're a whiny bitch. You've been a whiny bitch. I'm glad you're fucking gone. Although yeah. you're, you're going to be in the Hall of Fame because you're a great, you are a great talented wide receiver. Don't get me wrong, but you're a fucking whiny bitch. 
But to wrap yeah. Ben up, I, mean, I think he got a. I think he got shafted. I think he. I don't think he's ever gotten respect his whole career, to be honest. But yeah. I, I, I do think, depending on what kind of league you're in, if you're in a PPR, um, you probably don't want to take quarterbacks high ever. Um, yeah, or, but I don't think you're really. I don't know. I mean, unless you're taking Roethlisberger over like. I don't know, Mahomes or Deshaun Watson or Aaron Rodgers is going to be the entire offense, then you're overpaying. But yeah. like, if you're I taking a late afraid. round quarterback, which I I think at this point, Ben is, he's going where his ranking is. He's going in the 12th round, which yeah, I, I think, think is, a, I think that's a value at itself there. I think I, his I ranking agree. is a value, I mean, but I, he should be higher. Honestly, like he definitely should be over James Winston. Um, well, I mean, here, here, put it in perspective. Um, Josh Carmen took him very fifth, early last year. And he round. did great. I had fifth him in another round. league, and he he got me to the championship game. Now Adam Thielen, then yeah. or no, Stephon Diggs fucked me in the championship game. But, but yeah, I mean, fifth round, and that's that was slightly overpaying him because he didn't have the. I mean, I, if you if if Ben is there from like the eighth round down, I mean, take him. There's no overpaying. I don't think. But yeah, I definitely uh, think that I, I'm, I don't know if there's a lot of guys in that round, like it also depends on who's on the board quarterback wise, but yeah, if the, um, if the top three are gone, take them. Yeah. I think there's, there are some guys and maybe like a, even a defense that I might take over Ben in the eighth round. I, 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 no I agree respect, with you. Bro. No respect in the eighth round. I would probably, I could, I could see taking him in the ninth. I could definitely see him being your number one quarterback. I can I can deal with that. I'm okay with that one. No respect, but go on. Move on to your second guy. Uh, second guy, I'm going to stay in the wide receiver category here, and I'm going to go DJ Moore from Carolina. I had this guy last year, and at the tail end of the year, he started killing it. Like he He's going to be the guy for camp. And like he was a rookie last year, so rookie wide receivers usually don't go off on a hitch unless your name is Juju with Big Ben as your quarterback, and you just get loved by the guy instantly. Now that Devin Funches is gone, and I'm not saying Devin Funches is good, but Hoop. he was their number one in quotes, Hoop. number one for Carolina. I think DJ Moore is going to either fill that role or gonna solidify himself as the number two. And the only way that happens is if Carolina loves Curtis Samuel so much that they're putting him there and he's doing well. I will say the only thing I think hurts him is there's just no one else. That's it. I mean, there's Greg Olson, but he's uh, fucking but, hurt all the time. And But Christian McCaffrey does do a lot in right. the passing game. Yeah, so Christian McCaffrey not, is definitely there. You have Cam, who's gonna who is going to run, not quite as much since he's getting older, and I'm... I'm pretty sure the reports are saying that they want Cam to start being more of a pocket passer. We fucking should. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, but, it, I I think it depends on your round. As long as you're being smart, obviously, and you're drafting. But I I do think that like yours, I think there is a value in taking a gamble a couple of rounds earlier than what he's projected at. I yeah, agree with you he, there. He is projected in the sixth round at the moment. This is assuming that you. Um, are doing a 10-team league, by the way, because I'm going rankings yeah, I that mean, way. I mean, uh, I think fourth is stretching, but I yeah. if you took him into fourth, I think he'd be okay. He, I mean, he's a number one receiver. I, I don't yeah. see him not being number one receiver there. 
But yeah, there are there are some guys that are going ahead of him that I don't think should be. Um, Tyler Boyd, I don't think should be going ahead of him. I know you like Tyler Boyd. Well, that, it just depends on AJ Green, to be honest. You're right. That one depends on AJ Green. I mean, you're right. You know. Um, but yeah. Tyler Lockett, who I think is just a big play guy, in my opinion. I don't think he should he's should be well, that high. Especially with Doug Baldwin gone now, who which I don't think Doug Baldwin was ever good, but. Not just having someone that good. was yeah. just having someone capable of being a starting receiver. That's yes. And I, and I, I, all the reports saying that Juju isn't going to be ready to be the true number one receiver. I don't Dude, think that camp looked ridiculous. Yeah. I don't think Tyler Lockett is a number one receiver. Yeah. Juju is definitely better, better than him for sure. Yeah. And so I and and then Kenny Galladay is another guy who's ranked a lot that's almost, higher. Than that's pretty him. offensive, actually. Yeah, Kenny Kenny Galladay is rated higher than Cooper Cup, Calvin Ridley, Mike Williams, Jarvis Landry, in yeah, PPR I'm, leagues. That's offensive. And but he, all those garbage. guys I named are above DJ Moore, who I would be okay with. Yeah, he's garbage. Him. I'm offended. I'm offended for him. Like I, I think Kenny Galladay is going to be the number one guy there, but if Detroit can't get their shit together. It's not going to matter. Kenny Galladay isn't going to be shit. They won't. So I think DJ Moore is definitely a guy you could take earlier. Again, I'm looking at this at the turns because there are a couple. Le- there is a league that I am going to be towards a turn, and I'm going to have to have come to that decision. And there's even th- our league. I'm fifth, fifth pick. So there's a lot of the time that I'm going to have to make a decision. Hey, I want to take this guy because I don't know if he's going to get back to me. So. Well, like I was saying that I was offended some of the people. Well, we'll talk about my next guy and we'll get to offensive. Um, on this app, which I'm sure it's probably not far off from other people based on him getting hurt last year. But Devonta Freeman, I mean, dude, he's still a fucking solid running back. He's so young. I think he's younger than I am. I mean, he's only like 25, 26 years old. And they have him ranked at 19th. Like, to put it in perspective, yeah. this is going to get offensive. Like, you should be fucking angry. Derrick Henry, number one, is over him. He's poop. And he's I think he's hurt. Um, on Johnson, poop. Aaron Jones, poop. Damian fucking Williams, who Andy yeah. Reid already came out and said they're doing running back by committee, poop. Yeah, like, that one right cook. there, That that to me... Why he was so high to begin with doesn't make any sense. Dude, that's ridiculous. Andy yeah. Reid literally came out and said, basically, we don't have a starting running back. We're just going to use three. Yeah. But um, Devin I, Cook, I also, who never can fucking stay healthy. I will say I, I'm pretty high on Dalvin Cook. Maybe not that high. Never healthy. Dave Dalvin I, Cook at 10. That's nuts. And the they're going based on what the offense is supposed to be. And oh, Dalvin that, Cook has, man. like you said, he has not been healthy. But when he is in there, he, he is a difference maker. He opens up a lot for them. So I, I can know. see that. Joe Mixon is a guy that I don't think should be that high because it's Cincinnati's offense. Without yeah. A.J. Green, Joe Mixon is going to be the only thing on that offense. And all you got to do is stock eight, stack eight in the box and you're done. Well, like, I mean, what are they going to yeah. do? Throw it a broken leg tyler eifert tyler i break everybody in my body every year exactly yeah. or john ross who did nothing last year i don't know i mean to kind of 
bring it back in at Devonta Freeman. I, I, I predict him going back to his his 2015 roots. I think I he's agree. Have a strong year, especially Kevin with Coleman is gone. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. They, in, in, I mean, you can argue both ways. Did Kevin Coleman help him? I mean, his numbers went down, but his body stayed better. I mean, besides I, last year, he had a groin injury, but that's yeah. kind of like not. That might not be necessarily a hit. That could be just planning. That could be anything. Yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think because Tevin Coleman was a, a he he got he he played. I don't know the numbers, but I mean, I'm sure he played at least thirty percent of the snaps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it takes uh, away I, a significant amount. Yeah, I definitely. I'm I'm in agreement here that Devontae Freeman should definitely be ranked higher. Yeah, I, uh, I mean he's at nineteenth, man. That's horrible. Yeah. I especially with Atlanta, they finally started getting their offense together towards the end of the year. Fucking Julio Jones was finally getting a touchdown after what, like yeah. 16 games in a row without a touchdown. Craziness. Yeah. Like, um, they, they their receiving core is so stacked to be able to just say, Devontae Freeman, we're going to hand it off to you two times out of every four downs. And they can't stack the box because we have Julio, Calvin Ridley, Muhammad Sanu. And if you believe he could actually do anything, Austin Hooper is a tight end. Well, plus, Devonta Freeman is a good receiving back, too. Yes, I, mean, I think he definitely... I, that's I mean, been swept under the been, rug. Yeah, because they had Tevin Coleman. Right, and, and because I think, he was banged up last year. And yeah, didn't, I think two games. could definitely get into that workhorse yeah. back that Saquon, even Christian McCaffrey, Alvin Kamara... Even Zeke is now getting into that kind of thing, so I definitely. Yeah. I mean, you kind of have to nowadays. You kind of yeah. have to be there. You have to be the. You have to be like a, a threat at checkdowns. Yeah. So. But. I agree. I think that is a way too low for Devontae Freeman to be down there. Anyway. And, who do you have for your third and final guy? Third and final guy. I'm gonna go back to Denver. And I'm gonna Love go Denver. Dude, Denver's my guys right now. I had a different guy here, but. I wanted to save him for sleepers because he's literally so far down on the list that you wouldn't even draft him. Hmm. Um, and that's Philip Lindsay. Uh, this guy came out of literally nowhere. Wait, is he really ranked that low? He's I didn't want to cut you off, but like pretty low. He's ranked. I mean, the 24th running back. What? He had over a thousand lar- Yeah, he had over a thousand yards Jeez. last year. Usually, you're, like, I don't agree with you, but my God, that is You're saying Devontae Freeman's ranked low. Yeah. David Montgomery and Josh Jacobs, who have not played a single down in an NFL regular season game, is ahead of him. Mark is. Ingram is also ahead of him. Wow. Anyway, I, yeah, I didn't mean to side rail you, but that's, like, shocking to me. That is yeah, and really ridiculous, actually. I mean, he's he, – I don't want to say he's ranked low because he's going in the fourth round. But still, I mean, he's I, for a guy yeah. that got over a thousand yards rushing last year and almost 250 yards receiving and a receiving touchdown added to that. Not to mention he had nine touchdowns on the on the ground. Nine. That's which is it's a kind of well anymore. It's really not heard of. Yeah, I mean, you have I mean, you have guys, especially like, when you look at Denver, who had three guys that they were. Right, in a battle for for the position all, all season until Philip Lindsay came out of his mom's house in Denver to play football. Undrafted He's guy, literally living in his great. mom's house to save money. 
and he just tears it up. Like, I'm wearing Terrell Davis's number, man. Yeah, he did. Credit to the kid. He even went to Terrell Davis to ask if he could wear the number. So, yeah. I'm thinking if you're late third round, maybe even a little earlier, say your seventh pick, maybe eighth, and you're looking at somebody who could have a big year, I think Philip Lindsay's could be your guy. If if you go down and look at it, you're looking at guys, guys, any position, <clears throat> Julian Edelman, who I, I think you could take over him. I would not take Brandon Cooks over Philip Lindsay. Um, I would not take a tight end over Philip Lindsay. I would not take Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery over him or Derrick Henry. I so, have to agree with you. Um, like I, I, th- I would definitely take him. You could even take him mid third round. Yeah, I'd have to agree with you. I mean, he, he, I, I think he did destroyed last year, and yeah, it seems like maybe that offense is going to get kind of back on track. I don't really. You know, like like we touched on earlier, don't really know if I trust Flacco, but it seems right. to be heading that, in the right direction, and I think that's gonna he's gonna benefit from it. For my final person, Philly fans, coming your way, uh, Alshon Jeffrey, man, he's ranked twenty seventh receivers, which I think is fucking tragedy. I mean, I always thought Alshon Jeffrey was a good receiver. Um, I know he's had some injuries in his career, but. Getting um, Deshaun Jackson back should definitely help him. That's a big compliment on his uh, on the other side of him. I expect him to have as long as Carson Wentz stays healthy. That's also contingent on that, which I do expect him to actually play a full season, and I expect uh, Sean Jeffrey to have a very good year this year. Um, even I mean, I don't even know who their backup is, but even if they have a decent backup, Alshon Jeffrey, think they do. I mean, they can, you can always make trades and stuff. But regardless, I, I, I think that Alshon ranked at 27 is kind of fucked up. I, I mean, you're, you're having Deshaun Jackson on the other side. Then you're having um, Zach Ertz, his tight end. Then you have a fuck ton of running backs. I mean, they can, set up the, they can set up the run. They can definitely have receiving backs. I mean, Darren Sproles is coming back. They have four other fucking guys. I think he's definitely. I'll see who's above him. I mean, your boy, DJ Moore's yeah, above him. They're, they're right on, on no. par. So anybody I mention about DJ Moore, you can say the same thing for Alshon Jeffrey. Like, dude, I mean, you have fucking Mike Williams, Chris Good, uh, Godwin, who are, they're not even number one receivers. And Chris Godwin, James Winston's his fucking quarterback. Yeah, so stop. James stop Winston right and did was is not very. Friendly when it comes to wide receiver touchdowns, because that's also a problem with Mike Evans. So, yeah. So just chill the fuck out. You know, I I, I don't know. I've always been an Alshon guy, so I expect him to be good. Yeah, uh, uh, I agree. Uh, when Carson Wentz is on the field, field, um, Alshon and Carson are just like, "What's up? Do you want to hold hands the whole time?" Kind of thing. And the rose. The only thing that I think could derail Alshon is the fact that there's just so much shit going on on that offense that he may not get the targets, catches, touchdowns, whatever you want to say. That's fair. Because, um, like you said, he has Deshaun Jackson is back, who's going to take the top off, but that's different. That's going to open up more for Alshon. But they have Deshaun Jackson, 
They have Zach Ertz, who is the comfort blanket. Uh, they have Fair. Nelson Aguilar, still a good guy. Yeah, and that's they have actually a, a guy I didn't even touch on. Yeah, and they bad. have a backfield of running backs that I don't know what the fuck they're doing with. They have like eight signed, and I I don't know who's going to make it. Yeah, we really don't know. And I don't, I, no, honestly, that's a good problem to have. Yeah, um, so I, I think that's the only thing that could derail Alshon. I do th- expect him to have a good year because Carson Wentz is supposed to be back healthy. Great. But if Carson Wentz goes down, so does Alshon. So does Philly in general. Yeah, um... I mean, to before we wrap it all up, I just want to touch base on the A-B situation. And I'm sure this this news came out today. So, like I said, this is Friday. You guys are here this on Monday, so it'll be like three days old. Yeah. We all know about the frostbite on his feet. We all know A-B's just an asshole in general. And now he's having a fit about his helmet. He can't wear the helmet. And now he's saying he's not going to play. His helmet hit. The, the the company that made his helmet when he played for the Steelers discontinued the brand. And against NFL rules, if it's discontinued, you can't wear it. So yeah, he's trying yeah. to fit. He's telling he's telling the Raiders he won't even play. Come on, bro. Like that's a cover up story for something. And like people before that, even people were saying I think it was him saying, you know, I'll be fine with the frostbite and shit. I'm like, dude, no, you're gonna be out for a while. You have yeah, I mean, like you're gonna miss. I bet you missed the six games in the regular season. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, there. Um, two different things I want to touch on real quick about AB is one about the frostbite. There was an Olympic Olympic athlete that had this same problem. He was yeah. a runner, sprinter. He was out for months. So, I like I don't expect AB back. And to me, I'm not drafting him. I was thinking about it until this whole foot injury thing, but now I'm definitely not drafting him. I, I like yeah. if Honestly, I draft him, it's going to be he should be on your do not touch list. Yeah, tenth plus round, taking a shot on him, and that's being generous. Yeah, um, yeah, and, and just one more thing before we uh, wrap it. Um, we we tweeted at AB. We have not heard back, unfortunately, but we said, "What's wrong, AB?" Did you make up the helmet story because you got cold feet playing in o- or about playing in Oakland? Um, you can follow us at BeerFriendsFB on Twitter to see our little debacle. Yeah, and he, he, he won't he won't tweet us back. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, we look forward to hearing from AB, but it's not gonna happen. But yeah, and I don't know if you read the entire article, Colt, but. This is not the first time since AB's departure to the Raiders that he has complained about this. This is like the fourth time, and each time he has gotten his reaction to it has gotten worse and worse and worse. Man, people won't say it, but that dude's got a mental issue and he needs help. First couple times it was him going just going off in practice, yelling to Raiders staff, saying that he just wants his helmet. Um he got pissed off because apparently Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers were also some of the players that had to get a new helmet. And he was freaking out that they weren't getting complained at by NFL officials while he was. And one of the members of the Raiders staff actually saw Aaron Rodgers with a new helmet that was certified, texted it to AB. The next day he got a new helmet like nothing happened. And then later on, he bitched about it again. 
And now yeah. he's saying he's going to retire. That's the difference between a professional and an asshole. Yeah. But his own teammates are saying, I don't know what the big deal is. Like nobody's heard from him. He's, he's a pussy. Yeah. He's always been a pussy. But anyway, we'll wrap up episode six. We kind of want to do a little quick episode filler and, um, next week we will touch on, hopefully have Zombak back. Um, if not, we're not going to rush it. I mean, obviously he's got a newborn and stuff, but if not, you'll hear me and Jordan again. And, uh, we want to do a, a pre-draft show because after next week's episode, you'll hear our draft recap. So we're going to do, um, a pre-draft. We're going to do like a, uh, sleepers bust. People definitely don't touch, which AB might be on that one. And, uh, people that, Hey, uh, under the rug, you don't know about draft them. So, um, definitely tune in for this one and then definitely tune in for the episode seven. Um, you'll definitely hear it. At least us two. Um, but do you have anything going on, Jordan? Uh, just to hit us up on social media or in reviews, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, who are your guys that you like to draft all the time, guys that you're taking early or, Give us some uh, some guys to look at maybe for sleepers and busts that we'll talk about next week. Who knows? Yeah, for sure. And uh, my closing remarks is check out Cinderlands in the Strip District. It was a great beer. Thank you, everyone, for listening.